Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners, fanatics, newcomers, old uh, comers. Whenever you come, wherever you come. Uh, my name's Sean McLaughlin. Welcome to Sean and Elliot Read the Bible. Elliot Fallows is still here. Hello, welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank the you. official podcast of the Holy Bible. The official podcast of the Holy Bible. I don't think we get enough recognition for that. Did we get any badge or stamp or certificate for that? No, we're providing badges to people. Yeah, we are. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but thank you for listening. We're really ploughing through the stories of the New Testament, aren't we? Yeah, all famous. That's what's weird about these, isn't it? They're it's, all famous. It's good. It, I think it's really been worth the hard miles, yeah. you know, to get to yeah. this point. Yeah. JC is alive and well, and today we're going to meet some of his mates. Great. It's all, might... all lads and booze. All, it is all lads and booze. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's the Falaraki episode. <laughs> The show started proper. Hope you're strapped in. If you're if you're listening to this uh, in a car, a coach, or a roller coaster, then yes, I hope you're strapped in. If you're at home, I hope you're not. I hope you're strapped in if you're at home. What? How would they be strapped in? Why would they be strapped in? Oh, a lot of people get in a lot of serious accidents when they're at home, mate. And you think strapping them into what? Their couch will help? Their couch, their beds. I assume a lot of people who listen to this have those kind of beds with the straps that keep them down that someone else has to deal with them. And this is just played over the tannoys, I assume, where oh yeah, people I walk around so. slamming their heads on walls and whatnot. Yeah, you get you get, you get to listen to this for fifteen minutes before the nurse injects you with something. Yeah, and then it's lights out. Welcome to the sanatorium. One flew over the cuckoo's pod. That's our next. That's our next one, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. One flew over the cuckoo's pod. Yeah. Pod flew over the cuckoo's nest is obviously a better. Title. No. One flew over the cuckoo's pod. What is it? What's that podcast then? Doesn't matter. We'll come up with it. You know. I, you know. Maybe it's about the film. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just. You know. Who cares? Maybe we go and live in one of them. Is it a mental health podcast? Yeah. If you want. No. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sean McLaughlin. This is Elliot. As before. Hello there. Uh, what's been going on, Elliot? What we got? Uh, I. What. You didn't like that, did you? What we got? What we got? Uh, oh, I found out someone I who I went on a couple of dates with is now living in the building that I'm in. You know what? my new flat? Wait, sorry, what? What did you just say? This is the best thing you could have possibly told me at this moment. Yeah. This is perfect. Oh, my God. Why? It's like Frasier. No, it isn't. It sucks. All right. <laughs> Go through it. Who is this person? So this it's person, a person, right? It's a person. Okay. I I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before. I did oh. used to tell it during my very, very short stand-up career. Uh, but where, sweet, short but sweet. Yeah. So this person is uh, an artist. Right? Already, already I'm loving this. Yeah, right. And um, we went on a date once to uh, the gallery, uh, like a gallery opening. Okay. But I didn't know at the what time. Was the, what was the gallery opening? Sorry. Nice, uh, and but 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 my worry was that I don't know anything about art and I don't understand art, so I was really scared I was going to walk around and not get what was going on. Yeah, but I also didn't know when I got there there would be absolutely loads of free beer, just like constantly going around. Here we go. There were just loads of boxes all around the place that were just free beer. In Are ice. you a hundred percent sure they were free? Yeah, this is the worry. And I got there about twenty minutes before him as well because he was late. Mm. So I just had loads of beer, and then he arrived, and then we went around to look at all the art. And I was trying to, like, I thought at the time, it was a few years ago, I thought you could, like, interpret art however you wanted, and it just people just had to respect that. And they'd be like, that's just what it means to you. I really hope that that's the... Is that not true? It, apparently not. What do you mean? Well, because I was looking at stuff. So there was one that was... It was all, like, abstract, weird stuff. Yeah. So there's a canvas, and it was basically just, like... Half of it was black and half of it was white. Yeah. And I was like, this is about um, war. Oh, dear. I was literally trying to, like, talk about it was being like, and uh, how war and peace are both uh, in existence and both come together to create one whole image. <laughs> like, I was just saying, like, ah. uh, and then there was, like, a coin. And then what did they and say? Like, what did they say? 
and then I, uh-huh. and then I, there was a coin. I can't remember anything about what he said all night. There was a coin, and I was just like, this is about um, commercialism and how we we hold it to um on a pedestal <laughs> like walk around and finally there was this one and i stand by this being definitely correct okay there was this one that was like a boat and it had loads of wires coming off it that didn't go anywhere that just like trailed off onto the floor and i was like this is about how like technology and social media make us think that we're a part of something but really we're just alone on the ocean, f- floating, and we we're alone. And I was trying to drill in, being like, alone. Because then I thought, he'll think he's alone, and then he'll like the date more. He'll yeah. be like, I need this guy. Yeah. I, I would have got the exact opposite impression, by the way. If I was ever on a date with someone who, who kept saying, we're all alone. I alone, realize, aren't we? I'm alone. We, I realized that what's going yeah. on here was like, oh, no, it's just because of And then at the end, and this is, this is the absolute end of the date, and this is 100% true, and I think about this every day and about how embarrassed I was. I saw one more piece and I went, this is about how mankind can lift each other up and like alone we're down here, but together we we rise up and we make ourselves as one strong being, one strong structure. And he just went, uh, that's a stack of chairs. <laughs> And I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just, uh, that was the last time I saw him, oh, except God. for last week when I bumped into him when I was going up the stairs to my flat. Because <laughs> it turns out he's two floors below me. That is absolutely brilliant. Did you say hello to him? Yeah. And what did he say? We had a chat and I went upstairs. <laughs> did you like... point at his doorbell and go, <laughs> I think this is about the what happened in I 2008? Nearly, I nearly said, like, I used to use how bad that date was for stand-up. And then I was like, oh, I don't want it. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's happening now. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think that a new love could blossom? I hope not, because <laughs> I actually don't like art, so it's kind of saved me from that worry. I think. Oh, that's interesting. Because I had to go on more dates like that. So you don't like art in any form? You don't think anything with any artistic? No, merit? I like I like things that I think are art. Do you think this podcast is art? Yes. Do you? Yes. Cause, okay. Because we're artists. And how would you interpret this podcast? This uh, podcast is. About the duality of not just masculinity, but also commun 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 communism and pl- plurality of the innermost soul and pr- uh, uh, belief. Yeah, because <sighs> what is reading? What is reading the Bible if not preaching to our own sense of history? Oh, <laughs> I like going to art galleries and I like it. And you know what I like is the people who talk about interpretations mm-hmm. in so- somewhere. I'm obviously this is not all true. Yeah. But I went to uh, when I saw I went to that thing about Turner. Oh, the thing at the house. The, yeah. one, the one thing you talked about last. Episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the guy talking about it. And I've, I've actually, a couple people, I've been to a f- couple of these things, like I've been in an art gallery and they go, we're going to talk about some of these things for free. And they're always so much less pretentious than, and you must than think some people yeah. think. Yeah. Like whenever art people are shown in films, and I guess some people do act like this in real life, they go, God, I mean, it's just so much to do here. But usually the bottom line is, yeah, he just wanted to paint like a really realistic boat. And so he did it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, a picture of a field. It's just a boat. And yeah. it's like... I guess it sort of shows the time and era, but like it's just a really good boat. And look how look how look how real the water is though. It's fucking realistic. Yeah. It's got all the white lines yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got white lines, which you'd think wouldn't help, but actually makes it much more realistic. Whereas a pretentious person would look at that and just go, I think the white in the water represents um the inner uh, uh mortality yep. within all Caucasians of the guilt. Like yep. yeah. So art maybe maybe your next London thing. Should, Should be, be a art. lovely art gallery. Maybe. I prefer a museum. Have you been to the National Gallery? I have. I, uh, yeah. It's, it's I, brutal. <laughs> what? I went on my birthday. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. This is about to be another sad story. It was <laughs> in, the, in the Elliot Fallows fucking file of facts. It, it was, it's, it's a very short story. It was my birthday. Mm. It was when I first moved to London. I was living, living on my friend's sofa. Mm. Uh, and he asked me to go So out. your friend is called Sofa? Yeah. Was and living, living on, my, on top of him? Yeah. I was living on top of her. 
Um, Sophie, okay. And uh, she or they asked me to go out for the day because they wanted to bonk someone. Go out for the day? I'm going to bonk someone. What do you you mean by bonk? They didn't know it was my birthday. What do you mean by bonk? They just had someone coming over for the day. It was like a Saturday. What does that mean when you say bonk? Oh, so the sofa, uh, sex. Sex. But the sofa was also in their room. So they were going to sex? They were going to have sex in a room that I was also staying in. Can I... Before we carry on, yeah. can I ask uh, one question? Yeah. Please edit this out, okay? Sure. Genuinely edit this out. Sure. What is sex? <laughs> okay, sex is like when, as far as I I've know... I'm so embarrassed. No, obviously. I, honestly. Obviously, yeah. We don't know. Because right? I always talk about it in songs and I'm always like, I pretend. I think the reason that we get on is that we both know the other person doesn't know. And it's like the what world around us. I, I think it's like when, it's like, you know, you know... Your downstairs area, right? Your shins. Yeah. It's like when your shin yeah. sees someone else's shin. Yeah. And then you like pee. On your shin? I don't know. I don't know. It's something like that. Shin to shin. Yeah. Okay. All right. But anyway, yeah. I think it's that. I'm scared to Google it. No, I know. Because I've got a Huawei phone. Oh, because and then they'll find out. And about the Chinese it. government will find out. The Chinese will find out you don't know about sex. And they sex. use your, they 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 will fucking turn the screw on any weakness. And yeah. they're like Sean McLaughlin doesn't know how to what sex is. Have sex, have sex. They're is. gonna fucking come over here and they're gonna be like, you don't fucking yeah. know what sex is. Fuck you. I don't fucking come in here and they'll be like, you don't fucking don't even know what fucking sex. Is. <laughs> no, I know. I get it. You know what? Do you know what I'm, what? I'm really worried about that. Which I'm really worried the Chinese government that think I don't know what sex is. I think they. Like, I, I I lose so much sleep over this. I'm so glad I could. You have to edit this out because I worry that that, that like Chinese soldiers will come in here yeah. and they'll march in and they'll just turn over the whole flat. They'll turn over the whole place and they'll just flip it all up. Yeah. They'll be flip it all up and they'll be like, I'll be like, why are you doing this? And they just won't react. And then a taller soldier with like a hat on, yeah. his leader, comes in and goes. You're a hard man to find, Mister McLaughlin. And then they'll, he'll whisper me. He goes, "We know about the fucking sex. Now you have to, now you have to fucking do whatever, you, whatever we want." And he was like, "What's fucking?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Why? What is? Yeah." And, that, and I'd be like, "What's that?" And he goes, "What are you talking about?" I go, "What? what who are you? Yeah. What yeah, do you yeah. want? What do you? What do you want?" I, I don't know. It's, I'm terrified. We're gonna have to one day just find out. I want to go through life and never find out. It seems like it really stresses people out. Yeah. Anyway, let's just, so, go, um, let's just live our lives without it. So, what's the end of your story? So, I did that. I'm sorry. So, uh, <coughs> so the um, so end of my story. So, my friend wants to have sex in that room, and it was the only room of the flat, so I had to leave for the day. Elliot, yeah. Can I can I just ask you one more question? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Please edit this one out. No, of course. Okay. Yeah. What's the flat? The so flat's like um, it's like as far as I could tell. Yeah. It was like a room. So you don't know. Well, I don't know, but this no. is what I, this is where I was staying. It was like a room filled with plastic sheeting mm. all the way around, right? Mm. And every time uh, my friend would put his penis inside another person, mm. he'd wee wee all over the wall, mm. and like the plastic sheeting was down there, and that's why I had to wear a poncho as well every time I went in there. You had to wear a poncho. I had to wear a poncho as well. Is this a flat? This isn't a flat because there's no there's no plastic sheeting. And there's no white wee wee. No, I'm really worried the Chinese government think I don't know what a flat is. This is just I'm really worried they're going to burst in here and they're going to turn the place over, and they're going to be like, "Ha ha, you don't you don't even know what a flat is. You know nothing of sex. We will make you into our slave." That is what they sound like as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I cut out the, uh, this bit because that would be offensive if okay. someone heard you do that accent. Cool. Okay, we're just gonna do. So what happened? So then they wanted to have sex in the flat and told me to go out for the day on my birthday. So I went to the National Gallery mm. and then I found out it was safe to go back home to the flat. So I went back to the flat and the the friend who I was staying with had gone, along with whoever they were having sex with. Mm. But in the middle of the room, it was just a pair of scissors. And to this day, I don't understand <laughs> what they were doing. <laughs> And that was my birthday. Oh, boy. <laughs> Happy birthday, Elliot. Thanks, Sean. Um, hey, you know what I'm looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? On the 4th of February, yeah. I'm going to go to the Vault Festival yeah. to see your show. Doesn't this podcast come out after the 4th of February? It does. This podcast comes out on the 9th of February, the second date that you're doing the Vault Festival. 
Come and see me do my new show at the Vault Festival in yeah. London. If you're if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, go go today to see Sean. Go today. Go right now. Go yeah. there and go. I'm here for Sean McLaughlin. The Vault Festival's fun. It's going to be, be cool. It's yeah. going to be a lot of cool. Uh, people go there. They I think they pee on each other's shins and stuff like that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, it'll be good to see you there on the 9th of Feb. And that's for your new show for Edinburgh this year. New Edinburgh show. Oh fuck. Yeah, new Edinburgh Fringe show <laughs> and then a tour. Ooh. About the place. You're going all around the world for that, aren't you? I'll probably go around the world a little bit. Shit, man. We'll figure it out. What countries are you going to go to? Okay, these are the countries I'm planning on going to on the tour. And do message me if you want me to go to your country. Yeah, we okay? do well in other countries. We sometimes. do well in other countries. We did really weirdly well in Switzerland recently. Oh, really? It's almost like I did a big gig in Switzerland two did weeks you? ago. Is that what it is? Yep. So I'm hoping to go back to Switzerland. Great. I'm hoping to go to North Korea. Mm-hmm. Great. South Korea. Yep. Middle Korea. Great. England. Great. Uh, Wales. Great. Uh, what other countries are there? Well, it's my home country. Where? I think you should know that by now. <laughs> Where am I from, Sean? Jamaica? Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, yep. keep, your, keep, keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled. You got anything to plug? Uh, not yet. I'll have a short film out within in about a month, probably, but I don't think it's... I think so it's do keep up your it. Pornhub uh, stuff. No. It's good. Pornhub's good. Sometimes. But no, it's uh, something in the pipeline that I'm very excited about. Are you sure it's not Pornhub? <laughs> something in the pipeline I'm I'll very see, excited I'll see, about. I'll see how it turns out after the edit, but currently it shouldn't be porn. I'm not aiming for it to be porn. <laughs> well, something's in that pipeline. Well, you're and in Elliot's it a little exa- bit. Elliot's excited to get whatever's in that pipeline out of there. Yeah, so. I just want to show all of you. <laughs> right, should we talk about the Bible on this podcast? Well, I think we should, as we occasionally do. Yeah. Um, Elliot, can I just ask one more thing? Yeah, sure. Okay, cut this out. Yeah, sure. Elliot, what's a podcast? Oh, uh, I do know this one. Okay. Okay, so you know like when... So... So... (sighs) (laughs) When we last... What are you doing? What are you? What are you doing, though? What do you mean? Okay. Do you want to stop? Do you want to go? No, you can do it. Okay. I said you can do it. <clears throat> so, so we're talking. We, all right. Yeah. What are you doing? What? You've got a look on your face. You know, so. We don't. It's just my all face. Right. So shall I? I'll do it now. You yes? start. You all start right. like I've okay. asked you to a million times. All right. Okay. All right. Elephant Velcro. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so embarrassing. So when we last saw. Jesus. He's, I don't like, he's got a look at his face, listener. I know this doesn't come across on the audio, but he's just had some good news on email. And he also, he's just eaten half of a Nature Valley maple syrup crunch bar. This so, episode is brought to you by Nature Valley <laughs> crunchy Canadian maple syrup bar. They're very nice. They're very nice. Have it delivered to your door. Have it delivered to your door. Use promo code CUMBRED. <laughs> Use promo code CUMBRED to, to have for 50% first... off your first order. Yeah. That's probably why we haven't got any sponsors. I did think of a good uh, sponsorship company. Go on. It's called, it's called You Undies. And it's just, you wear a pair of pants and then you post it in and they pay you for it. What do you mean? It's like me undies, but it's the other way around. What, you wear a pair of pants? Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Okay, so you wear a pair of pants. So you didn't so think of a sponsorship company, you thought of a business. Yeah. All right. This is Elliot's business, everyone. But then my business could sponsor the sponsor the podcast. Okay. Do you think it's best that you start the business first before they start sponsoring the podcast? I don't know how this kind of thing works. Okay, but just if you think about it for one second, what, how, which order do you think it should be? See how me undies is like you order underwear. I don't know what me undies is. You order underwear and it, de- it comes delivered to you maybe like once a month or something. They just give you new pants. Wait, what? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think it's like a subscription pants website. Is that or a thing? Or maybe it's like a cheap or good designer pants website where you can get good pants for a good price. That's, okay. That and makes the, a and, bit more sense. And they tend to sponsor a lot of podcasts and stuff. But my company's called You Undies, and it's like a centralized place where perverts no longer have to go on like eBay or weird websites. 
to go and get underwear that people have worn. I mean, I wouldn't say eBay is a weird website. We make it so it's like crowdsourced and we all wear the underwear and then we post it in and then they pay you for your old pants. Like you get the money directly from the perverts. Are you in? Um, I mean, I don't really understand any of it. I don't understand any of it. I'm just saying. And for that reason, I'm in. Great. Anyway, so... You uh, undies. You undies. All right. Is that me undies? If that really is a thing where... Because everything has to be a subscription now. Mm. I don't like... We'll, we'll, we'll send you new pants. If it is, we'll send you new pants every month. Yeah. I've, I've, but, I, society has gone down in my estimation. We, we live in a world now where most people are on average paying like £40 a month just to watch all the TV they want to watch now. Wow. And it didn't used to be like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> what about that razor one? Harry's. Oh, yeah, yeah. New razor every month. Yeah. I don't need... Who needs a new I, razor every month? What the fuck are you doing with your yeah. face? What are, you, what are you up to? What are you planning? <laughs> yeah, what are you growing are in you there? Are you building robots? Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. We're catching up with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go Matthew 4.18. That's, that's solid, isn't it? Matthew 4.18. Yeah. Yep. That's like a really good hold it up at a sports game kind of sign. Yeah, yeah, hold that up at a sports game. Let's see if it works. <laughs> see, see. Let's see if next time at a sports game, this quote works. I'm going to a football match on Saturday. No, oh, who's, who's the footballers? I'm seeing QPR versus Bristol City. Will it be a game of two halves? <laughs> it bloody better be. Ooh. Otherwise, I've not got my money's worth. Have they hired a blind referee? <laughs> uh, that would be good sponsorship. Some sort of sport thing. A sports game. Send, oh. send us... Sweatbands. Oh, yeah. Sweatbands. Send us loads of sports clothes. Spend spend, spend sports money on us. <laughs> um, as I mean, imagine that. I mean, if there's ever a podcast that is not suitable for sports gear. Anyway, sponsor us, Nike. <laughs> so anyway, as Jesus is walking behind the Sea of Galilee, <laughs> uh, Jesus sees two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. Yeah, see, that, that already, I don't understand what they're talking about. Simon called Peter and Andrew. And his brother Andrew. So I yeah. guess Simon was walking with Jesus. They cast a fish into the lake, cast a net into the lake, sorry, for they were fishermen. Yeah, it would have been shit fishermen otherwise. <laughs> and he's going to throw a fish in the sea. Throw a fish to get a net out. <laughs> yeah. Come, follow me, Jesus said. Well, make your mind up. What do you want them to do? Uh, I will make you fishers of men. That's Ooh. cryptic enough, isn't it? Oh, spook. Okay. At once, they left their nets and followed him. At once. I mean, that's you don't have any more questions. <laughs> leave leave your job. I'll make you a fisher of men. Immediately, you're leaving. What is he saying there? He's saying that he wants them to just sit on on like the roofs <laughs> of the buildings with a little, <laughs> little casting of the little lines out with what would be on the end of the string. To catch man, yeah, like a DVD or something, or a and calculator, then, yeah, and then a man tries to grab it, and then they get taken up. Or what's it? Yeah, and they be- then that's how they become a disciple. Is that how? Is that, is that the rule? Do you think? Yeah, it's an old. That's a bit of a left turn for the book. Yeah. Going on from there, he saw two older brothers, James, son of Zebedee. Oh, Zebedee, Zebedee, like the one from who bounces about. Yeah, uh, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee. Why well, they were in boats? They love boats. Why is, why is Jesus trawling the docks for some for his companions? Well, he's walking beside the Sea of Galilee. Why? What do you mean, why? Well, it's like you can get mates <laughs> in loads of different places. Why is he? Why is he being like? And I go hang out at the sea and see what people are just in it, and then they're going to be my friends. Well, I mean, if you're going to be this much of a cunt, maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. <laughs> I'm just I'm questioning. Why is he doing it? I'm questioning it. Well, the, what, it's a strange it? choice if you go like, I want to go make friends. Yeah. And be you... like, I'm going to go hang out, not in the lake, just by the lake. I'm going to shout at the men in the lake to come and be my mate. Well, I mean, they've got to tell a fucking story, Elliot. Yeah. I don't want... I explain mean, do want... it, I'm saying. Do you think there should be a prequel? We're going to reboot the Bible. We're going to explain why Jesus was walking by a lake. Yeah. Jesus called them anyway, these guys. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Well, like just jumped off the boat. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Jesus seems to have a sort of demon headmaster-like quality. Like he seems to just be able to, um, whatever he says, like, come on me. And they'll be like, yep, immediately. He's a Pied Piper. Yeah. Why is Zebedee, like Zebedee's a, uh, presumably quite an old man. Yeah. 
and you've just left him in the boat. At least get the boat back to shore. <laughs> yeah, they took the oars with him as well. <laughs> take... Jesus needs these oars. He needs these oars and provisions and the motor. <laughs> he says, fuck you, Zebedee. <laughs> he says, fuck you. <laughs> Um, so Jesus is basically rounding up the disciples. This is the calling of the first disciples. Uh, and we see more about the disciples in John... Bah, 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 what was it? John... Uh, John 2. John like 2. So it's interesting, right? Because now John also talks about the first disciples. And he sort of has a slightly different version of the story, which is the next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God... When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning round, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? <laughs> like that's, he what that's what I would say. Like he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're a celebrity and there are people looking at you or kind of walking up to you, you don't be like, um, why are you bothering me exactly? Yeah, yeah. Why am I different? They he s- knows. They said, Rabbi, and in brackets, which means teacher, thanks Bible. <laughs> I didn't make it this far being a fucking idiot. Why do they suddenly decide to explain something? <laughs> this is the first time they've ever made an attempt to be like, you know what, just in case you're confused. There's been a lot of stuff before that you could have explained, mm. okay? Yeah? You could be a fish, in brackets, which means aquatic and animal. Uh, they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Is it any of your business, lads? Come he replied. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. Basically, Jesus is getting all these followers in now. These disciples. Yeah. Now... And it's spooky. Okay. Because mine says rabbi, brackets, which is to say, being interpreted, master. Oh. Yeah. That's slightly more culty and sinister. I agree. Master. Master. Yeah. Now, you strike me as someone who I think would have immediately left what they were doing and and followed Jesus. Well. You seem like you're susceptible to this kind of... you. Your opinion of me and my... It's very high. It's very high. I don't think it is. Okay. You have no respect for me. Oh. You think I can't look after myself. Oh. You think I've got no autonomy or ability to just think on my own. You think I'm some kind of sheep. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. What are you? I'm the master. <laughs> You're the rabbi. Yeah. That Ta- means teacher. Take a knee. No, I'm alright. Take a knee. Take a knee. Take a knee. Imagine if it... Take a knee. Shut up, Elliot. Ask me where I'm staying. <laughs> where are you staying? I still don't know. Not here. Don't worry about it. Not here? Nah. Okay. Nah. Because I've been hearing someone nibbling in the night. It's not me. Going, oh God, I love Sean's cheese. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what you and your wife get up to. But it's not me. Um, imagine if Jesus came. Okay, and what else? <laughs> so Jesus, the second coming, right? Okay, and so then and the then what's coming? Yep, yep, yep. Sure. Uh, walks down the street. At this point, he saw Elliot and Sean. They were podcasters, and then in brackets, it goes. That's that means say, wankers. <laughs> that is to say losers. That is to say wankers. <laughs> yep. Close brackets, and they go. Come with me, and I will make you. <laughs> What? Casters of men? Yeah. Of ears? I will make your lives considerably better. And he did lead them unto the stocks. Unto the stocks. Where they would perish. The two immediately dropped their microphones <laughs> and followed. Yeah, okay. Sure thing, geez. <laughs> We're just trying to find something to do, to be honest. So he's got a little bunch of, a bunch of, a bunch of disciples. He's got a, a large squad. So why do you think he needed all of them? Did he just like, I guess... It's nice to have it's, companionship. Mm. It's nice to branch out once you've got a business going. Yeah. Um, it's good to have a team behind you. Which, like, so which business are we talking about? Your business you said earlier. So me and the guys at the guys at, at Undies and the girl. So wait, you've already... I mean, we were already talking about this about 20 minutes ago. You've already I've made the set co- up the business all, and hired people. So it's set up. We've got offices now. Uh, Where's your office? Oh, don't worry. It's not here. And so... You know, me and the team, we've got a good structure in place now. We all know what we're doing. It's all smooth sailing. Right. And it's like, just like, don't make any slip-ups, you know, in this climate. Okay, what's the... In the office, you know. What do you mean by that? 
Well, it's just in this very tense, stressful environment. We've got people working hard. A lot of men <laughs> sorry, working very I'm hard. Sorry, we don't this business has existed for 15 minutes. How is it a tense, stressful environment? Who, who are these people? Where did you find them? Exactly. You know, we've got big overheads and the team we brought on, they were from high levels before and okay. they've taken a risk. They've taken a chance to come now to my independent like uh, venture and we've achieved a lot, you know, but but the the okay. word the word out there about the behaviour about of from some of my employees is um something to be investigated between uh myself and my head of HR, Sharon. Okay, so uh Sharon is the woman. The token woman, yes. T- <laughs> okay, you're allowed to say that? Uh, well, uh, that depends. That's something that also has to be investigated. Well, the fact that you refer to her... My language toward Sharon... I mean, this is, is... in this climate, something to look at. I went out... But only in this climate. I went out, listeners, listeners, I went out to get a glass of water, mm-hmm. right? A glass of water. Yep. Took me... I mean, how long? Only a few seconds. Seems like by the time I got back, Elliot had set up this business that he was talking about earlier. Yeah. So what... I mean, talk me through it. What... So, you say you have massive overheads for you undies. Massive overheads. What are the, your overheads? Presumably you're hiring, I mean, the office that you're hiring, yeah? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hiring a space. And where's that? It's, it's, you know, just, it's, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's not in this flat. Okay. Because legally speaking, that room is now no longer part of the, your flat. Oh. That's just you undies, um, um, LTD. Okay, LTD. Yeah. Okay. Limited. It's very limited. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, And so then, where where did you then go from there? So you you hired. You said you sort of implied that you hired some real big names in the world of business. Very big names in the uh, underpants acquisition business. Is that a business? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a field that a lot of people have um, have 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 come in into a good uh, overheads. A lot of people have come and, into and as well as the stock, uh, you know, ex- exchange of <laughs> ideas and synergetic uh, uh, energy yeah. and 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 brain upon the conference table. Yeah, overheads. Yeah, from under the market gap in the market. Yeah. Okay. I think I know what you're saying. In this climate. In this climate. Yeah. So how many employees do you now boast? Uh, legally speaking, yeah. six men and Sharon. And Ma- and Sharon. Yeah. And who? Uh, you're the CEO? Yes. And who's your who's your second in command? Uh, that's my CCO. CCO, yeah. Who also, legally speaking, isn't me, but it is me, but with sunglasses on. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, so what, you're taking... Two wages then from the well, legally speaking, no, no. Okay, and so who who else have you got there? Well, I got my CFO. You've got all this done in a very short space of time. Who's your CFO? Uh, well, that is technically legally speaking you, but your wage goes through my account and then stops there. I don't understand. How is it me? And then my uh, CTO. Okay, which is my co-transport official. Your co-transport official. Yeah, to mm-hmm. get the pants from a from a pleb to me is uh, Sharon's husband. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who is also me. So you wait. You you've you've also got married at this time. In this time, yes, legally speaking, I'm married. Yeah. Okay. And who is Sharon then? Who who is who is Sharon? Sharon is uh well legally speaking. <laughs> Sharon is me in a wig and sunglasses. So you're about to go into a, a legitimate HR arbitration yes. because you might have offended you by I talking made a, to you. I made a pass at myself in the bathroom. Okay. But whether or not that's a crime, because it is in your flat, so is that illegal? Well, I mean, I'm going to ignore the fact that you seem to have set up a big business in my flat. Hmm. Where are these massive overheads you're talking about? Well, legally speaking, yeah, the overheads uh, exist not just, I mean, all around us really is how finance works, but also in the hands and pockets of not just ourselves, but the consumer and the financial uh, expressway 
the that, financial that, expressway that, that leads from both our offices and our minds and our notepads, but the hearts and minds and needs of uh, society currently. Oh, wow. In this uh, climate. Yeah. So did you get like a bank loan for this or did you get like investors for to set up this business? So legally speaking, the loan... I'm going to assume that it's all legal, okay? Okay, don't. <laughs> legally speaking... The loan came to us okay. via the uh, our CBO, mm-hmm. which is our co-banking old boy. Is and that what CBO stands for? Yeah, and that's me in a stripy t-shirt and a mask. But and I, I go, I I went and took the money from the bank, which legally speaking isn't a loan because they wouldn't expect you to return that kind of that kind of money. Okay, but legally speaking, it's legal. Legally speaking, what is legal? Well, I wish you luck, Elliot. Thank you. I, I wish you luck. Did you want to invest? Uh, either, either money or pants. I'm fine on both, both, both fronts. Okay, because I've already taken both some of your money and some of your pants. I don't really understand how it how was, you've done this. That was my overheads. Okay, those are your massive overheads. They are quite big. Yeah. Good for you. I don't know how they're so big. I don't know where the... It doesn't appear that anybody is ever changing hands. It seems like you robbed a bank. Uh-huh. And then... Stole some of your pants. And then you stole some of my pants to but to pay me because I work for you. And then you then paid yourself again through the... I mean, and I came pardon the pun. Myself, yeah. It sounds like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. In this... Uh, well, anyway. Anyway, so he started a business. Is Jesus. Oh... <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus has got his gang together. Mm-hmm. Very much like Elliot has got his business together. But unlike Elliot, it's not just him in a series of wigs. He's slowly accumulating the disciples. Only one's wearing a wig. And we'd love to talk to you more about the disciples. I think we go into them individually the further we go on in the Jesus story. I think they've all got their own little adventures, haven't they? But do you, th- do you have a favourite thus far? Well, thus far, there's not enough about them. Because I obviously I haven't read read ahead. You know the Bible more than I do. Well, you you are yet to read the entire alphabet. Well, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, You're I'm up to I'm, T. Uh, what's the seventeenth one? Uh, R. No, that's spoilers. I don't know that one yet. Have uh, you got a boy crew? Have you got a disciples? Have I got a disciples? Yeah, because like people what a have good like, question, Elliot. People what? have like a lad group, don't they? Um, I have. I'm sort of. I would say, in the orbit of a few lad crews. Interesting. Now, yeah. this sounds from an outsider's perspective, as someone who respects you, mm. and indeed wants to be one of your friends one day. Mm-hmm. It sounds like this means that you can't find a group of friends to actually no. join. No, it sounds you've like <laughs> fundamentally misinterpreted what I mean there. It sounds like you see a table of comedians you know and you're like, hey 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 guys, can I uh you cool good dudes. Okay. When I say I'm in the orbit, okay. what I mean is I am not the central star. Okay? Okay, interesting. I am never the central star, but I float around and then there's orbits within orbits. The moon around the earth. Oh, it's so the complex. The earth around not... the sun. Okay. The sun around the bigger sun. Yeah. You know. And the Holy Ghost around the bigger sun. And the Holy Ghost and all that. Yeah. So I'd say I've got three crews on the go. Great. Uh, uni crew. Uni crew. Yeah. We're called um. We're called Uniqlo. Okay. That's yeah. We're just called Uniqlo. We hang out once every six months. Mm-hmm. Usually we don't we sort of arrange to meet up. I'll we just sort of will I'll bump into them. And they'll all be out, like just yeah. without you. They'll be at Nando's. Well, yeah, but, but they're not. It's like I come in, and be like, hey, I'm here, guys. It's like, oh, we've, it's the meetup, right? Yeah, cool. yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, I thought he was vegetarian. I thought this was a safe place for him to. They do say that. Right. They go, yeah, I thought it was a safe. Okay, so they, so, f- they go, what the fuck, Johnny? They go, what the fuck? You told you told me he was out of the fucking country. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's the first group. That's the first crew. Okay. Um, then yeah, there's a few comedians I hang with. Yeah, um, we call ourselves the um, the Dingleberries. The Dingleberries. The yeah. Dingleberries. Yeah. Uh, so it's like everyone who went to Cambridge, and then sometimes you show up as well. I'll do. A, I'll do a, a sort of a 
you know, I'll I'll be walking down the street. I'll be going to a gig. Yeah. One of my own gigs. Yeah. And I walk into the green room and hey oh, Dingleberry's in the house. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, it's a beautiful town. And I'll be like, this <laughs> beautiful is, city. I'll be like, it's good to be here. I go, guys, it's been so long since I caught up, and that what we do, we have this running joke. It's mm-hmm. so funny, right? Yeah. Which is basically every time I walk in, yeah. right? They all break eye contact with each other. They breathe out heavily. They look at the floor. Yeah. And then they, uh, what? And then one of them's like, "Oh, our Uber's here." Fuck. And I'm like, "See, see you in fucking Magaluf, lads. Oh, see mate. you in Magaluf, May. So yeah, so you know what I mean when I say That's that. That's great. And like, and sometimes when you're there, they if they're waiting for the Uber, they're like muttering something in Latin or whatever, right? And you you just don't get it. They'll sometimes they'll say stuff like. Pluribus Moronis or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. I, you know, I feel like I bring something to the table. They bring something to the table. Great, of course. You know, yeah. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah. So I got those two crews. Great. And what's your, what's your last one? What's that crew? Uh, it's the bus stop crew. Bus stop crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, cool. So what's that one? It's all the people. Um, there's a kind of bus stop nearby here. Mm-hmm. That sometimes I'll just go out on a Friday or Saturday night, and if I don't have anything on, I'll just go. See who's hanging out on the corner. Mm. See who's hanging out on the bus stop crew. Oh. We call ourselves uh, Busties. 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 Nice. Yeah, it's uh, me, Pepper Joe, mm-hmm. Salty Fred. Yeah. Beefsteak. Yep. Hambone. Yep. Blip. Blip. Mustard Mary. Mustard Mary's not in it anymore. Shit, man. No, she she she's in Iraq. Okay, good. Uh, Finally. Blip. Blip. And then cow. Cow. The squedge. No, just cow. Just cow. No, he doesn't like being called the squedge anymore. Okay. No, he said uh, that was an insult to his people. Okay, I was like, what course. people, cow? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we got a good thing going. Basically, every other Friday or Saturday night, if I'm not doing a gig, mm-hmm. I walk down the street and I'm like, I'm going to go to the corner, I think. I'm going to go to the bu- see the busties. Yeah. And I go to the busties and then what they what they do is they'll look at me, they'll see me coming. And this is so nice that they trust me like this. Yeah. They'll take off their hats or if they've got like empty cups or whatever and they like just, they point them out to me. So if they see you coming, they put their cups out. Well, no, they when can... they see me coming, they put, uh, they put my cups out. If they can catch it. They say, well, I think they're like, all right, if we ca- if he's coming, he's going to be embarrassed and he'll give us shit. Okay. okay. But like when he says give us shit, I mean like just gentle ribbing or okay. all all cash money. Brilliant. Um, so they're my crews, you know, and I, I love hanging out with all of them. That's great. So... <laughs> What do you want to say? I'm a pretty social animal. Well, that's great. Well, I aspire for that kind of social life. The key thing is he's got his gang together. Sure. And next, after this break, we're going to see what he starts to do with all his new powers. And we now go into... One of the most famous moments in, in Jesus' life. Not would, just the most famous, the most coveted, probably. Would you say the most coveted? I think if you're going to pull any kind of miracle yourself, this is the one you'd want to do. No way. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one. This is the, one. This is the dream. This is it. Well, d- altered. Okay. Altered. Well, let's. should we talk about it? And then we'll talk about no, how let's talk around it. Let's do what we always do, which is never actually address the Bible. <laughs> People love it. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Third day of what? Elliot, I swear to God, just fucking read the book. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, Is that Mary? That'd be Mary. Be Mary, wouldn't it? Yeah, why are they not naming her? Yeah, why are they going Jesus' mother? Does John just not know Mary's name? Was he just like, oh, it's Mrs. Jesus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me, Jesus, Mrs. Mum. Christ? Did you call uh, parents of children when you were growing up Mrs. whatever, or did you call them their name? I Or did I, you just avoid naming them, calling them anything? I tried to avoid naming them anything, Yeah, but I found it distinctly strange. I had a friend who wouldn't let it go and would demand to know what my mum's first name was because he had to use her first name. Why? Because he was Cause too he's casual. A fucking weirdo. Oh, really? Yeah. So, the wine is gone at the wedding. Got it. And Jesus' mother says to him, they have no more wine. Let's get out of here. 
There's no, no more wine. <laughs> this party's drying up. This let's blows. Get, let's get back into Galilee. Yep. I know a good Coke guy. They're playing the Joseph Mega Mix. Uh, are you with me, John? Yeah, sure. Jesus' mother, sure. Oh, God. Well, no, she's a crazy mum. She goes, oh, God, if I end up on the last with Jesus' mum, I'm going to have to learn her name. Well, she had him young. What do you mean? She had him young, so she'll be a bit of a party mum, won't she? Oh, she'll be a party mum. She'll be trying to grasp onto her, onto her youth. I mean, the first thing she said is, there's no fucking wine left. <laughs> That's like what I would say if I went to a wedding. They're out of fucking wine already. That's not... um, These loved up corn balls are out of wine. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied. To his mother. Does, does no one know how to refer to her? Who's this woman? It's your mother. Ugh. My time has not yet come. What does that mean? No, I didn't know what that means, but I think what he's actually saying is very cool there in hindsight. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. It's cool, this. It's like a hustle. Like here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. Sounds like they already were, Jesus. Sounds like they already were filled with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. Okay, here we go. Nice, yeah. What's going on here? They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> he did not realize where it had come from. Those servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, everyone brings out the first, the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after. The guests have had too much to drink, but you have saved the best until now. What? What did that mean? Well, I mean, it's it's sort of a weird, snarky comment, probably, about other weddings John's been to. <laughs> <laughs> but also saying, the miracle isn't just that Jesus turned water into wine. The miracle is that Jesus turned water into pretty good wine. Pretty good wine. It's good wine. Okay. Uh, this, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed at Cana in Galilee. He thus revealed his glory, and his disciples put their faith in him. Whoa. So that cements it. It's the f- is that the first miracle? Then? It sounds like that is the first legit miracle uh, of Jesus' adult life. Um, I don't really understand how Jesus was able to bring all of his disciples to this wedding. I don't know what the... It's like plus one. It's not plus 12, Jesus. Well, it says they're all invited. Oh, I guess they were all so invited. So who do they all know? Who do they all know? Who also knows Jesus' mum? Yeah. It must be a school, like a school uh, thing. A schoolmate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really like that. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. And also, it's like, again, to reflect back on how, if this is an Old Testament story, it would be like, and the king demanded to know why Jesus was there. Yeah, And yeah, Jesus yeah. said, Jesus delivered wine unto him to prove that mankind is pure in the eyes of the Lord or whatever. Yeah. Whereas this is literally just like, Jesus is at a wedding. They've run out of booze. Jesus fills it up. There is no need for him to do this outside of just having more wine. It does, it does, it, it's not proving anything. It's not symbolic of anything outside of being like, look, I'm a bit magic. It's just we're at a party and there's no booze. Here's some it's, booze. It's not the fish and bread story where people need it. This is just wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wanted to have a good time. He just wanted more wine. And like I, that's so cool. He just, he just wants more wine. It feels like probably the it's probably the first time I've read a story. Yeah, that I've got a real sense of these people being alive. You know, it doesn't fit because way more relatable. It's relatable, this. but also the way that the the what the the bridegroom is it the the father of the the groom says. Uh, everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper shit after the guests have had too much to drink. Like, the fact that that's included in the Bible, yeah. that's, that proves that there's, like, a life going on with, like, parties and people getting wrecked. And our and main characters really... want the nicer stuff. Yeah, like, they it's want... cool. And they want to just keep getting wrecked. Yeah. I, I, uh, I really... This one, it was better than I thought it would be. You know? Yeah, it was better nice than one. I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but you reckon... How would you do it? You said this is the best miracle. Yeah. But I'm just not a wine it. fan. And I also, in my head, I'm seeing this as definitely being red wine. See, I love red wine. I red love wine, a drop of red. Red wine's fine, but I prefer it with a meal or if it's like just given to me because the wine, because the bottle's open or something. I love a, a drop of red. My choice isn't usually red wine. No. I, I like red wine. If there's any, is there any vineyards listening, 
Yeah. We'll sponsor your podcast. If I was like, I uh, mean, no, you you sponsor our podcast. <laughs> I Sorry, like, I got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sponsor the podcast, Vinny. That would be a tough WhatsApp conversation, Elliot. I've committed to us sponsoring Vinny's podcast. Someone else's podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, I really like that. We should start our own wine, our own vineyard. Good. We're barely we're barely managing doing this bi-weekly podcast. You really That'd think be we our could merch? Get... Yeah. <laughs> that would be good merch, actually, for us. What if we put all our wine in just like plastic bottles, like water bottles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's red wine. It just looks dead crap. Oh, we'll go like that. it used to be water. It used to be water though. Proof proven. Well, how how can we not prove it? It's an evolving bottle. How about we sell it as water and then be like, when you get it home, it'll be wine, and it's just another con, and uh, <laughs> it's just a con, just another con. Yeah, you and the other business going. You and these is good. It's good. <laughs> so everything's fine, smooth sailing. Oh God! So after this, this is another great story. Mm-hmm. He went down to Capernaum. I mean, do you want to read this, or is it better if I read it? By the what way, what number we am? You don't have to read it. It's one. Well, I never read it, do I? So I'll read it. It's two twelve. Two twelve. I think it's because my Bible is written like normal, normal language. This is Elliot reads the Bible. Uh, have a listen to this <laughs> and see if you think the podcast will be more or less successful without okay. me. <laughs> no, you have to open open the book. You have to open it. Oh, it opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's got all words on it. All right. 2.12. Yes, John 2.12. After this, he went down to Caper. Oh, fucking hell. He and his mother and Listeners, his brethren are you bored? and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. Mm. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overthrew the tables. And he said unto them that sold doves, take these things hence, make not my father's house and house of merchandise. Hello. We were just talking about merchandise. We just were. This is good. Um, it's weird that first of all, mm-hmm. Jesus considers doves to be his dad's merch. Yeah. Well, they are like a symbol of a classic of a classic Old Testament story. But I guess every everything on earth is technically God's merchandise. It's his shit. I mean, but there's a story that involves the doves being like a sign from God. Yeah, I guess so. If it was like this is the Dalmatian shop. He goes, like, well, Dalmatians haven't really been associated with God yet, so I guess. Yet. And then Jesus went to the Dalmatian shop. He said, none of these dogs are cute enough. <laughs> God wouldn't like this dog. God hates the ugly dogs. Yeah. Ugly, spotty, ugly dogs. Why aren't there any stories about ugly animals? That's a good point. They never tell us how cute they are or not. No. Like, let us know how cute these animals are. Yeah. Like, with this dove. Were they worth saving? Yeah. Was it like Noah's Ark was separated into the pretty animals and the and the and the shit animals? That's why we should write our own version of this book. Where we talk about everyone in terms of cuteness and hotness. We'll bring it out for Christmas. We'll bring it out. Uh, I like this. I like this story. I a like lot. him getting angry. Well, this seems... it, this is just straight after the wedding as well. Yeah, so he like wasted. And he's think... gone to some temple and been like, "Get out of here! This is my house." He flips everything over. They're either wankered. Oh, it's like, oh man, I'm still fucking drunk from last night, bruh. Or they're hungover. Yeah. He's hanging. Yeah. And he's gone up to, the, it's the Passover, and he's gone up to the temple. But I guess why, they're all selling and buying stuff, but he seems to be angry. It's the it's the bankers. It's, he seems to have real problem with money lenders. I don't, yeah, is it just that they shouldn't be using the, the temple as a as a marketplace? They shouldn't yeah. Be, they shouldn't be doing business there. Yeah, and I don't know if this is the same story as, you know, when he gets angry at the bankers. I, I think it probably is. Is it? Well, I I remember him overturning the tables from when I learned this at school. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very cool. Yeah, it's cool. He's got like an angry side to him. He's but just I, a guy. I wonder what he would have... What, what, what could they have been selling there that he'd have been like, fair enough. Like magic cards, like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it's like, I do like magic. I really like Magic the Gathering. I really like close-up magic. It's what I do. <laughs> David Blaine DVDs. Yeah. Oh, Street Magic. I'm into that, dude. Um, 
do you like uh, street magic, by the way, Elliot? In real no, life? No, I've... I don't like the pressure of having to stand there and watch. I find being shown a trick to be one of the most stressful things in my stressful, life. Stressful. I'm in like I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Because also, I I know it's not magic. So whatever they're doing, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like in your pocket or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's very impressive that people can make their hands move quick enough to hide things from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But don't be like, it's magic. It's like, no, it isn't. Yeah, I just I don't want to have find, to I find it hard. Yeah, all this stuff. I don't like that social etiquette means that I have to be like. I know you're going to make the card come back. Yeah. I know you're going to make the card come back. Okay. Yeah, I get what magic is. It's like I know you're yeah. going to do it, and I know I'm not going to know how to do it. I don't want to be mugged off in public. Yeah. I sometimes people come up to you just randomly and just go, mm. "Oh, can I do a magic trick?" And you go, "It won't cost you anything," and then and then you pay them after. I'm gonna pay you for a magic trick? I don't want that. It's rubbish. Yeah. I yeah. go fucking fucking fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Do your magic trick to a fucking statue, mate. And also, I want to say to the person, I go, "You can do all you want, okay." But I am one of the dumbest, easiest to fool people you will ever meet, and you are—you will. There is no achievement in tricking me. You don't need to do sleight of hand. You could literally say to me, "Look over there," and I'll be like, "What? What am I looking at? What?" And then I come back, and there's three jokes. My wallet's like, gone. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, can't be easy though, can it? Being a magician. Never really looked into it. Um, his disciples remembered that it is written, "Zeal for your house will consume me." Ooh. Then the Jews demanded of him, what miraculous sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Which I think is a pretty legitimate question. Yeah. Some twerp, reeking of booze. Where's your ID? Yeah, comes in. Yeah. Says, Stop doing all this shit in my father's house. What do you mean your dad's house? This ain't your dad's house. This is a temple, mate. <laughs> Jesus answered them. Now this, this is good stuff. Destroy this temple... And I will raise it again in three days. When his hangover's cured. <laughs> three days. When the fucking McDonald's arrives, am I right? What do you think Jesus would order at a McDonald's? Uh, I think he'd order not very much, and then it would come to his door, and it would be loads. Oh. It would be loads of stuff. He orders a Happy Meal, and it arrives, and it's a Big Mac. No, he wouldn't order a Happy Meal. He orders one fillet of fish, and then it arrives, and it's 50 fillet of fish. Nice. Loaves and fishes. I think together we did that joke. Uh, sure. <laughs> together we did that joke. I guess the message of this podcast is friendship. The Jews replied, <laughs> it has taken 46 years to build this temple. You're going to raise it in three days. But the temple he had spoken of was his body. Yeah, he cheated there. Yeah, he also didn't make that clear. I expected... He also didn't say, oh, by the way, I mean my body. I expected this story to then end with him standing in front of loads of rubble and then like magnetoing a building together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like raising his arms and all the bricks come together. Uh, but no, he just he was just meant something else. Uh, after he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. What? Say what? Well, after he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. So Jesus... A little flash forward there. That's interesting. So what? He say so he's gonna he's gonna die and he's gonna come back. No, that's stupid. Like, you... I think we miss. I think this is one of those classic bits of the Bible we just. It's like understand. Chewy. Yeah, exactly like Chewy. Exactly like Chewy. Yeah, really unsatisfying <laughs> little shit twist. Um, I think it's cool that they talk about that here. I think it's cool. It is interesting. I didn't know that happened. But if I, and I know we're not up to there yet. But if Jesus, my leader, died, mm-hmm. and then he came back to life, yeah. My first thought would have been like, oh, this is like that time where he told those Jews to destroy a temple. That is, this isn't the first story I'd associate with this. No, no, no not at all. No. Um, so who knows? No, yeah. I, do you reckon Jesus really did mean it physically? Like, I will physically build this temple in three days. <laughs> and then he, he didn't. And so he sort of retrofitted oh, like, a metaphor uh, onto uh, it. Is this symbolic? Oh, symbolic. <laughs> My body is the temple. All right. You're not that fit. Your body's not a temple. You've just had loads of wine. Yeah, you're not that fit, mate. Yeah. Okay? You're fit. I'll give you that. You're not that fit. For a 31-year-old man at this time. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, you're not, th- you're not that fit. <laughs> no, but he's not he's that fit. He's a bit fit. He's a bit fit. He's how like a fi- weird... He's like right. a weird... Out of 10, how fit is Jesus? You go. Well, I mean, he's often... Yeah, I guess like a... 
what is he like a six on a good day seven <laughs> he's a seven right? i think he's an eight tops he's, an eight is very good he's sculpted but he's got nothing special going on no no what's he got? he's also he's always like uh you know oh yeah he's always like he's always like either crying or bending over or like or just dead. bleeding yeah and you're like good it's like at least pull a pose or something you know now, while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many people saw the miraculous signs he was doing and believed in his name. Why? Now, that seems to be a reference, I hope, to the water and the wine. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't view him threatening some bankers as a sign. No. Because like... that's a sign of the Son of God, let me tell you something. I ain't no Son of God. <laughs> oh, a man, a man stormed into a building, got angry and turned some stuff over. Oh, it must be cool. And it must be, must be magic. Yeah. He doesn't seem unhinged at all. No. Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all men. Okay. He did not need man's testimony about man, for he knew what was in a man. That is astonishingly uh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, uh, that is one of the gayest couple of things I've ever... I mean, you are the expert. Well, I mean... He knew all men... He did not need man's testimony about man. He knew what was in a man. I mean, how do you read that? I just read it as what it is, which is just like a beautiful bit of uh, poetry about Jesus understanding humanity. You know, I don't know what you're looking into this with. You know, I think there's a reason he got so angry at those people. I think he drank too much wine, woke up. I know you're all fucking each other. And woke up and he was just like, oh. I like he's angry. He's, he hates himself. Yeah, because he fucked someone else. He <laughs> fucked a few of the men. I don't know what you guys are doing. I heard it behind. I heard you talking about it behind my back. Matthew and Mark and Luke and John. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. In front of my mother. Do you think Jesus can turn other things into other things? Water into wine. God, what does Jesus turn come into? <laughs> Come on, we all knew it was, this day was going to be here. Could he turn water into cum? Uh-huh. But I guess he can because he's a, he's a man. Uh-huh. We're all, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Turning water into cum. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're listening to the official podcast of the Holy Bible, by the way. Keep those five-star reviews coming. Okay. Keep them coming. Do you think he could turn gravy into mustard? I don't. I'm going to leave you with this. You just keep going. You just keep going. I've got to answer a call. You just keep okay, going. Okay, okay. Do you think he could turn ketchup into catsup? Hello. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, listeners? I mean, this is a pretty fun game. Do you think he could turn uh, yeah, a... like a stock, uh, a, like veggie stock into beef stock? Well, I'm in a meeting right now, but I can be there soon. Why would mean? he do that? Why are you crying? What are you talking about? What's that alarm? I think Jesus can turn cum probably into other people's cum. You're kidding me. We are no. Okay. Shit. What do you reckon? Are they into other cums? Okay. Could he turn Coke into Pepsi? Okay, I'll get this shit done and I'll be there soon. Could right? he turn Pepsi into Coke? Okay, stop crying, Sharon. Could he turn cum into cherry cum? Shit. Hey, what's up? What was the call? Nothing, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Anyway, we've read the stories we wanted to read. Mm-hmm. Jesus has gathered up a lot of disciples. Yeah. He's turned water into wine. He's got his crew, his lad crew. He's told off... Uh, Going out on the boozing. He's told off the businessmen, the bankers. Yep. He's on the warpath. Putting he's, the world to rights. He's getting stuff to happen. Well, literally. Yeah. That's his thing. He put the world to rights. Anything you want to add? Anything? Any thoughts? No, that's all pretty straightforward, right? He just seems like a really cool dude. I wasn't expecting this. Really? Yeah, because all of normal main characters are quite uptight, quite stressed, a bit weird. Mm. They all hang out on their own, shouting about the end of the world or whatever. Mm. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like a nice guy. I think he'd be a great podcast guest. Do you think? I re- he strikes me as the type of guy who would have a podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you reckon? Preaching. Yeah. 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 Do you think a bit, it'd be like a bit Joe Rogan, like, oh, hey, what did you guys think and of the fucking wedding last night? And he's got his team with him and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like it. So far, so good, right, listeners? I hope you're enjoying it as well. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Sorry, who was that? Was that one of our listeners? Oh, it's one of the mice. <laughs> Nothing else to add. Do send us emails if you wish to. Yeah. Read the Bible pod at gmail.com. Uh, we should point out as well, like, we, we've been very praisy of Jesus, but we won't always be like this. What do you mean? I'm worried that we're going to come across as a, like a Christianity podcast. 
well, geez, I don't think I think most people would accept that these at least are cool things that he's doing. He's a cool dude, yeah. 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 But do what you want, guys. But what what would you think people would have a problem with in this? I just don't want to do a religious podcast. You you don't want to do a religious podcast? No. Uh, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the outro. Uh, I I do it every once in a while when Elliot wants to test how much I pay attention. Uh-huh. Sean and Elliot read the Bible. Was produced by uh, Bible Corp and Sons. Mm-hmm. Do you remember them? <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, the music was by Miss Petricor. The artwork was by Ryan Weekman. It was hosted by Sean McLaughlin, and uh, his psychic is Elliot J. Fallows. Do keep sending us emails uh, on readthebiblepod at gmail.com. Keep giving us nice reviews, please, on Apple Pods. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Yep. Tell your foes. Have some fun. Thank you. Please stop sending your underwear as well, because the business has now gone under. So We've tanked. It's you, gone. The dream is gone. What? So. Well, are you okay? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. What happened? Let's move on to my next venture. It's fine. What's your next venture? We steal things from your houses. We just come to your house and we fuck we fuck you up. It's called Squarespace. That's what we call your house. <laughs> it's a Squarespace because you're you're square and me and Sean are cool and we have a podcast and you don't. Okay, we got a voice and you don't. That's what makes us cool. We're worth something, <laughs> right, Sean? Yeah. Now this you, is the longest outro we've done, right? Now you talk. All right. <laughs> we're fucking... We're worth it. We're worth that shit. We're worth that shit. 